Uh, good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, listeners to the Musa or listeners of the Musa Spurs. Uh, Eric here, Benya. Hello, hi. Joined with Karth and Mason again. Hello, guys. How are you? Good. Yeah, doing well. Thanksgiving weekend so far, I hope. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I've done absolutely nothing, and that's all I can ask for. <laughs> Beautiful. Not wrong. Not wrong. Well, what about the big like Thanksgiving dinners? You know, like any of those up your alley yet? Or uh, mine's tomorrow. Yours is tomorrow. Okay. I don't really. Fair, fair. <laughs> you? Uh, mine's today. Yeah, mine's today. That'll be quite tasty. Uh, hoping for like lots of gravy, potatoes. Yeah, that's what that's what I want right now. Honestly, oh, I could also go for like a for the turkey. Mm. Oh yeah, that's the vibe I'm feeling today. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so off to our topic today. So, uh, for those of the listeners, which is probably everyone in Canada, we obviously have our federal election uh, coming up. I wanted to have a bit of a podcast about, you know, our take on maybe things that the political part or statements or promises that the political parties have made, uh, things they've done, things they've said. Um, just kind of like an overview of like what's happening, uh, you know, uh, our elections next week, next uh, the October 21st. Um, so well, yeah, we want to have it like in a timely manner to kind of just like one for others listening, just have a decent take on uh, the political parties. Um, and then uh, within that, there's this uh, uh, link that we'll probably be referencing uh, from time to time, it's done by McLean's. They have a 2019 federal election platform. So if you, for those listening and for us, us three, we'll be referencing that document or that link. It's kind of a mix of both because uh, it's constantly updated with any promises made or commitments that are made by any of the parties. It includes the source, political websites, or for news articles. And for some of the more uh, monetary ones, so like uh, tax increase causes, whatever. It, uh, there's actually usually a parliamentary budgetary office, so the PBO here in Canada. They do, they'll actually show you how they arrived at that dollar value. Um, so it's a very transparent website, which is very good, especially in this day and age with, uh, with the uh, you know, fake news and all that. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of where we'll be going. And uh, also a disclaimer, obviously, we are not, this is not pressuring anyone into voting which way or liberal, conservative, green, NDP, what have you, or any of the other ones. Um, this is just about, you know, just having an open discussion about the political parties. Um, we won't be voicing any, or at least try not to voice any, uh, statements about who we will be voting for or who we want to vote for. Um, 
that being said, if we have, you know, like if, for example, I have concerns over someone in the in a promising NDP and I, you know, talk about it and someone else is pro NDP, we're just trying to have, again, just an open discussion about everything that's going on and about the promises we've read and, and uh, all that. Um, you guys want to add anything else uh, before we get started? No, not for me. That sounds good. Okay. Kurt? Yeah, this is going to be a, very, a learning experience for me because I don't know much at all. So yeah, that, I will that, learn that's... as we discuss. Have I Kurt? done more research than you? Oh, <laughs> probably. Oh, I, have you watched any of the debates? I have I, not. I I almost refuse to watch. I, I'll watch like the highlights the next day, but I, I there's just something about I, this is a bad thing. There's just something about a politician speaking that just grates on my <laughs> That's fair. That's... <laughs> You're like, they're always lying, so I don't want to hear it from their mouth. Uh, man, that's like the wrong thing to say, but it's like... Okay. Oh, man. I'm not. I just find debates... Like, they're always just yelling over each other, so it's hard yeah. to... Try to get a gauge of what they actually want to say. Yeah. Yeah, I I wonder if, like, I don't know if you can make the debate smaller or what, because, like, they do they do serve a purpose, but, yeah, yeah, Karth, as you say, they're just yelling at each other, you know? It's not, there's no real, I don't know. I found, I watched the entirety of the English debate and, like, oh, boy some of the French debate and then I couldn't really stand the translators anymore so I stopped watching but I found it was largely the liberal and conservative parties that were just yelling over each other yeah that sounds about right yeah that was very annoying yeah and that, that and that's um, well, like that's unfortunately the uh the political uh Environment in Canada, right? Because like that's often what it's been for the past probably large number of years. I don't remember when an NDP party was in power, right? So it's like it's always those two. So they're always trying to like fight each other, you know? Yeah, and yell over each other. But yes, that that man, like the fact that you were able to sit through that. Well, kudos to you, man. <laughs> not not that it's like because it's very important to do that. I just man can't. I like, I like, uh, I don't know. Cause I, I like this document that we have, like, I like reading through the analysis, like what they're saying. Like, I, I like that version more than them, them yelling at each other. Cause yell, yelling at each other is just a way to discredit each other. I'd rather just know mm-hmm. what they're going to do for me than you try and discredit someone. And I'll value the party I vote for based on what you'll do for me. That's, that's the way I view it, but. Anyway. I think I think I used the debate to sort of get a sense of who they were and their personalities mm. and how much I think I could trust one or the other. Fair. Fair. Kind of thing. That's a that's a that's a good way to do it actually cuz you don't yeah cuz if you read you're not going to know who they are as a person. Like I'm sure like I'm sure beyond like 
him being a complete fuckwit, like some of Donald Trump's like policies, like maybe some of them would be smart, but he himself is a fucking <laughs> goddamn idiot. So like, but yes, yeah, like I, I that's a good, that's a good uh, way to look at it, Nelson. That's smart. Um, so Karth, you, you don't really, you haven't, well, just based off what you said, you haven't really kept up so much uh, with it. Is there anything you've wanted to know or like, discuss about the the election uh i'm just open to everything i've I've been reading like the news and mm-hmm. seeing like what they've talked about there but like i haven't watched a good debate or anything and i've so um, i feel like i don't have the most information but maybe i know or had like on mason's point i think i had a better general idea of who each person was because i've just been reading about like what they've been doing in the news, where they've been going, yeah, stuff like that. So I don't know, just pretty much anything and everything I'm w- willing to discuss. So whatever you want to start with, I'm good. Good with that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean, my 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 knee jerk reaction to that was going to be like, who loves Max Bernier and his fucking <laughs> bullshit, man? Like I, I know, like this is like the whole thing, like that I just said, like. We'll be open, not criticized, but man, that guy needs to shut up. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, for those who don't know, Max Bernier is the People's Party of Canada. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And um, he was a conservative, lost in a running of some sort. That's the way I've understood it, and then created this party in his uh in his home province of Quebec and he's very Trump esque the way I've understood it. Is that he's like he's very like anti immigration, um what else? What else has he done that it's like really? Isn't he like anti-climate change or something like that too yeah well he says he believes climate change is a problem but he doesn't believe it's a crisis that needs to be dealt with immediately Uh, oh yeah and he he bashed uh greta didn't he yes yes on twitter wow yeah i feel like i feel like she's like untouchable right now you don't touch greta (laughs) like without getting like (laughs) like everyone to hate you yeah Man. Yeah, see, I feel like that's not the smartest move when you're yeah, I mean, like a smaller campaign. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm very, very curious how this election is going to go. Like, I, I do not, I don't really like, like I, like I felt like for the last one, it was like, oh, it's going to be Trudeau because, like, of his, his, um his showmanship, his mentality, or his, like, way of endearing to the population. I don't know now. I got I got no idea if that's still going to work. I have no idea if people are sick of him and want a conservative government. I have no idea if, like, people are so pro-climate change that the Greens are going to come out of nowhere and, like, sweep. Like, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm interested in the results. Yeah, of this, poll, of this election. Yeah, man. Uh, cool. You guys want to start with climate change? We're on that point. Sure. 
I mean, like, yeah. Does anyone want to go? Because uh, I, I have like a something to say, but I always end up talking for a long time. Does anyone else want to go before I, I go? <laughs> Uh, Karth? <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, I, I, again, I don't really know too much. I just, I know, um, well, first, the Green Party's growth is due to the significant impact yeah. climate change has made, or climate change is in the world right now. Like, I think my dad mentioned to me, like, Years ago, they only were getting like one percent of the vote, but now they're almost equal to the, the NDP. Yeah. In like or in the advanced poll, well, not advanced polls, but like the uh, the survey or whatever they do. So I don't know. I guess to start, maybe Benny, since you might know more, which uh, party parties' uh, climate change policies are you most or in agreeance with, or think holds the most value. I know the Green Party is the Green Party, but um, I mean, I want like to go full, fully into you know, we we have to protect the environment, which we we do. I'm not saying we don't, but like the full like full throttle, like we're going to call it a climate crisis. We're going to hit all our targets. Like that's our main goal. Like the green party is without a doubt going to be the one that does that. Um, like they'll, they'll, they'll do the best. What that means for the rest of the rest of the country, like in terms of like, uh, I don't know, health or national defense or whatever, like where you got to cut to put that, I have no idea. Um, but like, so let's say example, for example, like the current government, the liberals, right? Like they, they seem to be doing a, like, it's kind of like a mix of what they're doing. Like, because they're, 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 they're calling climate crisis or did they call it? I think they've declared a climate crisis and they are trying to help towards some form of like promoting renewable energy, uh, you know, the cap and trade system and all that. But then they the got the, the bought the Keystone pipeline out West or the trans mountain pipeline now. So it's, it's like, it's a mix. Cause that will like severely reduce a lot of the benefits that could be possible with like, let's say cap and trade or something like that. So I don't know. And then, then you have like Shear who doesn't seem to be as, Gung ho on climate change. Um, pro- I think he said he would scrap the cap and trade. And the reference our nice handy thing over here. You mean the carbon tax? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He did, he did say he would scrap that. Yeah. Okay. Which is well, I mean, like again, the cap and trade. Like I don't. Sorry, the carbon tax. I don't know if that's really an effective way to go about it. Like reducing uh, carbon dioxide, but I mean, I would probably need to know more about like the intricacies of climate change before I could, or like carbon dioxide emissions, I could make a judgment on that. Um, but I don't know. And then the NDP is probably somewhere in the middle between green and liberal. 
the world's got to do more. Like we have to do more. I agree. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I was gonna say Canada usually underperforms with regards to its climate change uh, initiatives, and I feel it's been one of the worst countries, right? Or like in some reports. Yeah, they're they're. I think they're they're not like. Yeah, they're probably like bad. Oh, I read a. Uh, oh, I sorry. Um, yes, they're probably they're like they're bad. They're not great. They're not terrible, but they're bad. Kind of like in that middle range. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a document I read, or like a article I read, and it was it referenced like is the country right now currently on track to meet the Paris climate um, objectives, and Canada was one of the was actually like there was like five different levels it was like they've exceeded they've met they're kind of okay like they need to do more but they're they're you know they're going to reduce it somewhat they're bad they're t- it was right in that middle one so like yeah like as you say like they're not they're not great they're not terrible they're bad but they're not they're not the u.s right like they're not extremely bad mm-hmm. yeah I've actually been doing like a bit of research on like at work about like let's say Canada's generation of electricity um and like how that's done per province and actually like some of the provinces are actually building up their levels of renewables so like wind power solar uh what was the other one wind solar water uh, they've all like that's actually like been growing steadily and is projected to grow even more so, and like then the emphasis on like coal and uh, you know oil and gas is going to go down. Natural gas apparently natural gas is like not bad. It's not the, the right worst. Way. Yeah, it's right. Like, CO two like, is the worst. Yeah, natural gas, which is largely methane. It's still a greenhouse gas, but it's not by far the worst greenhouse gas. Okay, yeah, I I thought that was strange. I thought it'd be, like, somewhat close, because, like, it's a gas, you're burning gas, but I guess, like... Because, like, like my house has natural gas now, that's what we use, and, like, I just find it crazy. Like, like, a lot of houses are probably working towards implementing something like that, or... But, like, so, like, here, I'm looking at the, um, the election thing, right? One of the things that's just caught my eye, which is like, I think is actually like a good one, is like the the liberal platform is like ban harmful use, single use plastics by as early as twenty twenty one. I think that's going to be. I, that liberals aren't the only uh, platform with that. Um, yes. Idea, but I yes. love the idea. Oh, uh, the ND, yeah, NDP. Twenty twenty two. The single use plastics. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good one. The Greens probably do it too, more. Probably actually, <laughs> probably. I think very if I remember them in the bit in from the debate, they said 2020. Yep, January 2022. I just looked it up. Just got yeah, the so... control fine single use. And <laughs> <laughs> the production, distribution, and sale of all unnecessary single use plastics, including bags, spoons, straws, plates, cups, blocks. I that's pretty think good. no matter the party, that's a fantastic idea. 
Well, yeah, but see, but then but the conservatives don't have that, right? Like, and then this this is the whole uh, thing about them being pro more more pro business than the other half, which is just what their party, what which is what their party is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the idea itself is fantastic to like get rid of it. Like, that's just can you like imagine like I I I am okay personally personally I hate the paper straws from A&W. I, I would rather drink no straw than have a paper straw, but like, I'm happy that it's there. <laughs> I, I, I hate it, but like, I'll, so I'll, I won't use it, but as long as someone does, I'm okay with it. <laughs> See, I think companies, they had to just like switch on a dime all of a sudden because of like oh. the whole plastic straw thing. So oh. like maybe they did they didn't find a good enough alternative because I agree a lot of places who who have like alternative straws they're not good yeah but it's good for the environment so I'm okay with it yeah yeah exactly that one kind of came quick was that just me or like I felt like there was no like warning or anything and then it just kind of happened is that, the is internet that <laughs> the internet's <laughs> backlash over. Yeah. The use of plastic straws caused uh, that change. I feel. Yeah. Well, there was the whole like there was a whole movement. Save the turtles. Yeah. Right. Oh, that that right. largely brought it on. I think. Too funny. So, what's our next topic? In the essence uh, uh, of know, time. Well, the the one thing I want to just quickly say is like I I'm shocked how big. Like climate change has become so important in the election. I think that's awesome. I think, like, yeah, like, but just like ten years ago, no. Or like the two elections ago, no way. Like not at all. But I, I just, I love that. Anyway, um, what's another? Does anyone else have one that's pretty big on their minds, or one that they're passionate about? Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I think I chose climate change. So you did, you did. So oh, just m- maybe from that uh, that list on McLean's at the very top, you can choose a yeah, category um, that interests you. Okay, I got one, and th- this is me being the economist, mind you. Is uh, deficits and debt? What do you guys think about? So let's let's focus on let's say the liberals because they're currently in power. So if they win, um, they're they're platform is to keep the deficit spending going uh as it says here for more more than 20 billion dollars for each of the next four years 7.4 billion dollars next fiscal year what do you guys think about that or any of the the other can you explain that to me in a bit more detail sure okay so currently canada pays out more than it earns from taxes, right? So we pay yeah, yeah. the in Canada as a whole. So more, let's say, on defense spending, uh, climate change research, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Parks Canada, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Like all those mm-hmm. different aspects. Foreign aid is probably actually included there as well. So we we pay more than we earn from our taxes, grants, whatever. Um, so. We currently run what's called the uh, the deficit, right? That's what that means. Yeah. Right. 
Um, so what the liberals are saying is that we've been running deficits for the past four years. I believe they came into power saying they were going to run it for two or three and then try and balance or at least reduce. Um, they did not. And then now they're saying that we're going to keep doing deficits for the next four years. And I don't remember what the last, like what last year's fiscal deficit was. So I don't know what he, what the true, what true, the liberals are saying here with 27.4 billion. I don't know if that's higher or lower than last year's. So I don't know if they're like trying to go down with it or they're just literally just keeping it like a steady 20 to 27 deficit because because the whole thing with this is that eventually you this is like this is bad right like you yeah you're paying more than you're you're earning like eventually you're gonna it's it's a country so it's harder harder to go bankrupt and the u.s is obviously like a lot worse with like trillions of dollars in their deficit right but eventually like this is gonna be a problem right like you can't you can't keep running the deficit forever yeah Um, which is and and to be fair on this point like this whole kind of deficit issue um i sorry i don't want to say i'm not trying to protect trudeau in any case what i'm saying is that the deficit issue has mainly been the cause of the financial crisis that happened like 10 years ago before it was kind of like one one government might have deficits, then the next one would probably have surpluses, so we'd earn more than we spend, and then it would kind of like go back and forth between that over the past number of years since World War Two. But now, now it's been almost steadily deficits because of because of the recession and all that. Um, we we pay a lot more. Um, so maybe my my question should be worded in a sense that. Do you guys think we should keep running deficits, right? So, like, that's what the liberals are saying, right? We're going to keep running deficits so we can keep, uh, you know, keep keep those services that you're used to, the, the protection with our military and that kind of stuff. Because uh, that's essentially what they're saying, right? Uh, keep that at the best it can possibly be versus, let's say, the conservatives who say balance the federal budget, which means – one of two things you either have to raise revenues or you have to cut expenses. So that probably means slashing of some services. And if we can take the conservative government that we had before the Harper government, they cut a lot of things in science and arts and culture. Um, I don't want to, that's paint, that paints them in a very bleak light. Uh, and that's not exactly fair, but that is what they did. Um, so like, but like those those cuts could also be in other areas that we may really not need at all, right? Like, mm-hmm. right. So the the liberals might be paying money for a service that we, in the end, really don't need, some form of good or something, right? Um, and the conservatives are gonna are gonna be conscious of that and try and cut it, whereas the liberals might just say, "Oh, we're just gonna keep spending," or they may not, right? I don't know, but that's. That's essentially what they're saying. What do you guys think of the two sides of that? The keep spending deficits, try and balance the budget. Well, (laughs) uh, I'll I'll just say, I think like what both sides are trying to accomplish have their pros and cons. Like 
obviously balancing the budget is good in the long term. Yeah. But for I guess lower income families, having a deficit allows for services that they probably are using to be more accessible. Right? So yep. like in that regard it's good. Yeah. And I think I like I agree with like I know personally like having access to those like whatever services there were whether it was like I know like recreational or yep I know healthcare or I don't know what what exactly they're he's funding I think I I yep. read let me just open that document up a little real quick I saw I saw some like public transit yep uh well he has some internet universal high speed internet which is I guess good as well that'd be Even nice better yeah um high speed internet <laughs> yeah <laughs> if if i were to say i would lean one way or the other mm. i would probably go towards balancing mhm that's that's not knowing what services are being cut. Yeah. And I I would maybe regret the decision, but be okay with it right now. <laughs> we'll see. So, okay, two comments on that. One, that's the current Ontario government, and that's exactly what happened. People are like, great. Then he slashed education, arts and culture, healthcare. He slashed everything that was important. And then, therefore, that's where everyone's starting to regret electing Doug Ford. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's that. But yes, like at the end, like that is what you do. You do want that. But actually, I scroll down and I see that the Green Party also says they're going to balance the budget. But the way I understand what the Green Party wants to do is that unlike the conservatives that are just going to slash services, I don't know what they're going to do for the revenue side, but I know the Green Party is all about, we'll probably slash some services, but we also want to raise revenue. So people who are not working right now or who, let's say, are who are in oil and gas, got unemployed, let's change them, like re-educate them and put them to work in like renewable energy. So they'll go build like solar panels or like a wind farm or something. <clears throat> That's the way I've understood the Green Party with what they want to do. They want to do you want to take those people who are maybe working in areas like natural gas, or sorry, oil and gas, and all, or just people who don't have work, put them towards working on those renewable energy sources? So, like, that's the opposite side of the coin. Instead of cutting some services, you just raise the revenues, and that's the way I've understood the Green Party's objective. But again, that may that may be the conservative objective too. I just know from past history that that's what they did. So. Yeah, I, couldn't, I shouldn't really judge the current one on that too. I just, it seems like they, they talk a lot about cuts and all that. So. But. Um, anyway, that's a, that's a big that's a big issue, I think, for this election. Be, I'm curious to see how that's going. Um, any other one you guys want to talk about? We got time for one or two. Anyone from the list you guys are interested in? Ooh, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> okay. 
immigration and refugees, what do you guys think? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I only ask because, you know, it's such a big issue in our time, right? Yeah. It's awful that it is, but, like, apparently it's an issue. So what, what do you guys think? Um, well, I just read uh, something in the NDP platform that I thought was interesting. Okay. Ending the cap on applications to sponsor parents or grandparents. Okay. So I'm assuming that means, like, right currently, uh, if you want to get one of your parents or grandparents who live in another country to come to Canada, you have to apply, and it's limited right now, right? Okay. And... I'm assuming, like, my parents, I think my mom was trying to get her her dad to come to Canada. Okay. And was, like, sending sending money over and trying to get him to come. But he's, right. he passed away before oh. uh, that could happen. And I guess maybe if it was easier for to allow for situations like that, mm-hmm. that could have been avoided. So, I don't know, I think... I guess it's situational because I know like people are upset about like terrorism when yeah. it comes to immigration. Yeah. So I know it's. I, yeah. I understand. You it probably needs a better screening program or something to something to help determine whether or not these people. Are not they don't have any ill intent, but yeah. I do think we should allow for immigration and not limit it too much. Mm-hmm. Mason, um, I would say that I'm not particularly passionate about this subject, but I oh. I am not. Um, I will say that I I'm not. In a line with Bernier, is that, is that his name? Yep, yep. Yeah, because yep. he was for having a hard cap on immigration, right? Yep. And so I'm, I'm, I'm against that, and having open immigration in Canada. Mm. Past that, I don't really have much. Much interest to okay. say, or that I know. Interesting. Um, interesting. Uh, I'm, yeah, so I'm probably more on, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not hugely passionate about it in terms of like direct impacts on me, but I do, I do feel passionately towards this in terms of me being an, an economist, because like, this is, this is known to, pr- this is proven to be good for our country, immigration. So ending it or trying to reduce it in any way is actually negative for the country. Um, but yeah, like as you say, Karth, like there's always those fears of terrorism. And, uh, I just, I, I just, I just don't see like so, like, so many of the, I, I would, I'd love to see like a graph, like some form of, number chart or something of like in all the advanced economies in like the last 
10 years. So the UK, the US, Canada, France, Germany, all those places. How many of those terrorist incidents that we hear about in the news, how many are done by people from their own country and then people who have immigrated? Because a lot of, you know, the issue with Europe is the Syrian a refugee crisis, right? And, mm-hmm. and that's probably very similar because like we allow them to come into our community. We, 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 rec- we welcome those refugee- refugees and we wanted them to come. So they, yeah, like I, I, but like I personally haven't heard much about any form of ill intent or terrorist acts or any refugees who have come to us, but I mean, I don't know. And, uh, might be worth investigating, but I'm I'm always been pro immigration. I believe it's it's very good and very necessary for our country. So, yeah. and mo- and most of these platforms, as I'm reading here, seem very pro immigration. I, I I think I even remember watching one of the highlights, and Mason, you've watched the debate, so correct me if I'm wrong, but even. The Conservative Party, like Andrew Scheer, was bashing Max Bernier for being anti-immigration. Is that right? Yeah, I I do remember that. Yeah. So that like that like the fact that even like a conser- again no ill will towards the conservatives, but they are very uh very conservative, haha, in some <laughs> of their regards. So it, like, but I'm glad to see that even the Conservative Party is very pro-immigration. Uh, like that, so that, that, or even just at least not anti-immigration, maybe. So I, I'm happy to see that as well. At least the four main parties who are running, pushing towards that in some way. So that's I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Yeah, like see, even the conservatives are saying improve credential recognition and provide low-skilled workers with a path to residency and improving language training. Like that's a great. That's a great policy to help um, help people meld into our society. So that's like that's fantastic. Even like that's a great one to have. Uh, and I like I hope if if he, if he get elected, something like that comes in and works. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other topics you guys want to talk about? Any? I'll, I'll take a risk here. Okay. <laughs> this will be interesting because I think this <clears throat> I think this will be relevant in the next prime minister term for all of us. Okay. And that would be housing. Mm. We're all about that age where we're probably going to be looking. Yep. To. Some form of housing in the near future. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. Yep. What do you guys think? Get me a house, man. Whatever, <laughs> Prime Minister, get me a house. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, I, I will say that I um. One thing before we go is that I actually read an article about on um. BNN and someone from like one of those uh, real real estate uh, companies, they were like, uh, don't like, like make sure you, you kind of take the promises of the, of the brain assault. A lot of them who are saying, excuse me, sorry. 
like the 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 liberals are saying will improve the first time home buyer incentive. I think the NDP does something similar yet double the home buyer's tax credit, right? Like they're they're working towards increasing the demand for houses. But if there's no supply of houses, like if there's not enough houses being made, then having more demand isn't really going to do much. So I like I, like in things like that like just to be careful like the it's also good if they're working towards increasing the amount of houses that could possibly be uh, available to Canadians, especially us in like the GTA, right? Or the, that kind of area. Um, yeah, that, that, that's kind of, that was an interesting take I took on it, but a lot of them seem very like, this is like, this seems like another one of those things, like in this election that kind of came out of nowhere, like kind of like climate change, right? Like it's like, this is something that's going to be important for the next generation of Canadians, right? Is to get, make housing in some way affordable. So. Yeah. Do you, do you have any um, beliefs or. Uh, anything? Yeah. I'll say. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember if this was from the English debate or was from a YouTube video I watched, but it was an interesting point that I thought um, the leader of the Green Party was talking about a housing crisis in BC Uh of what's called purpose-built rental housing, which is basically people buying and building houses just for the purpose of like Airbnb. Yes. And and uh I think that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cuz that like that's going to like make it impossible for us. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that just makes them unless you have unless you come out of university with a million dollars to spend, like then you're fucked. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, man. Like. Yeah, like in in my town, it's like half a million dollars for a house. I don't know what it is in Scarborough, but, uh, Karth, but in between us and Markham, it's like at least a million dollars for a home. It's ridiculous. I think houses in my neighborhood are starting to sell for like. 700 or 800 now and that's significantly higher than what it was like when my parents moved here so no it's i don't know i think to speak on benyo's uh supply issue i think maybe incentivize people to like build your own homes because like i i know i mentioned it in one of the older podcasts how i eventually wanted to build my own home yeah right so yeah i know perhaps like help if if people want to get a or get a home yeah they like there should be an option to like benefit them if they decide to build their own home that'd be kind of cool yeah. that'd be interesting yeah i'd love to see yeah it's tough man this this is such a good a thing that's going to be a problem for us. Like I, I Meg's looking right now at con- like at condos, 
and the condos are half a million dollars. Yeah. Or like three quarters. Like a condo, <laughs> 600 square feet is half a million dollars. What? Oh, like it's, whew. it's bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, like, I'd, yeah, I'd love for there be for there to be a way. Like as you're as you're like kind of to your point, Mason. Like people are designing homes to then Airbnb them, but if they could design homes like they're off market and they're just going to stay a hundred thousand dollars, you know, something like ridiculously cheap. Like the, the whole affordable affordable housing kind of because it's crazy. Like how like how do you expect students to go from student debt to come out, find a job, and then go to mortgage or housing debt? Like the mm-hmm. like that like the whole chain needs to like at some point needs to be fixed because you can't come out with like I don't know how much student debt, but you can't come out with the averages. You can't come out with that much, and then have to get a mortgage for 500 to a million dollars. Like that's impossible. Yeah. You'll be paying debt the rest of your life. Oh, for sure. Like, yeesh. Okay. You know what? I, I have not thought about this issue as much as I should have. And this whole talk is maybe one. I'm actually going to investigate this more. (laughs) This is going to be, this is going to be one of the ones I like, I read about. Awesome. Before, <laughs> man. Uh, I think we have time for one more. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Anyone got a one or like a maybe a lighter one? To <laughs> well, I don't know if it's lighter, but I feel like education is a huge topic in. <laughs> I was just going to say that'd be a quick one. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like education, like, because it's changing for, like, for university students, like, from when we graduated to when the next generation graduates, it's going to be different, I feel. Sorry. Sorry. Keep, yes. Keep going. Sorry. I just. No. Read... Expand on your point. I'm mean, actually well, interested I, to I see just, what. I just read the green platform, and they're saying they're going to eliminate. RESPs, the Registered Education Savings Plans. How do you get rid of those? Yeah, eliminating what? student debt. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, okay, that's maybe where the link is that I kind of, like, if you eliminate the, like, like if you eliminate tuition costs, then you don't need RESPs. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I got, I got to, <laughs> you got to read them in order. <laughs> Apparently going down. <laughs> Can you skip to the bottom? <laughs> Oh man! Well, like that—that that in itself would be like great for students. Like, don't get me wrong, that's awesome. But wow. Yeah. At the very least, I think university colleges need cheaper. Yeah. 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 Although that's... I've I've had this discussion also with Meg is like, let's say they're cheaper, but like Queens is Queens, you know, like. When you go to Queens, you're getting a Queens. Deg- it's like it, like quality of education, right? So like, I I think shouldn't, shouldn't you pay more for that? You I know? think that that quality is better locked behind the door of achieving good grades in high school rather than how much money you have. Ah, uh, 
I see. So you're saying like if you do better in high school, then it it should help you more to get into Queens versus you do okay in high school, but you have the money to get into it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So maybe, maybe helping that portion is what you're saying. Like making, even those who have like, let's say maybe weaker grades, but like, and they don't have the money, like helping them to at least cover the no money portion and then maybe see if they can still get in kind of thing. Or is that, no, that's kind of, no, sorry. That's the opposite. Sorry. Yeah, that is the opposite of what you're saying. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) My bad. bad. Interesting that the, on our McLean thing here, the conservatives don't have any proposals on education. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It was from the English debate, uh, a point brought up frequently from the liberals was that their platform was very vague and not out in the public as yeah. of yet. Which well, is like, concerning. Well, yeah, that's that's why I wanted to in more like about this. Like that's why I wanted to have this podcast like sometime after this past Friday because that's when the platform was supposed to be released. So I thought the I thought this website would have been updated by apparently not. I guess it is Thanksgiving weekend, so I, I can't I shouldn't really expect them to have it updated right away, but yeah, like it, it, that's that's the way I've heard it too, Mason. It seems very vague, very non-specific. Mm. So, any other any other points you'd like to touch on? No, no, no. I'm uh, I think that's the most I've. You know, that's all the major ones. Uh, I'm uh, per, oh no, so here like maybe something that like let's let's do very quickly something personal we all enjoy or like we all try and focus on the election for me whatever party has a very pro veterans platform I always back like as long as they are pro veterans in a way that is good for them I'll, I'll I'll vote for them in any way so like add everything on top of that then I make my choice but they have to be pro veterans in some way shape or form. Mm-hmm. If they cut anything or they do anything against them, I'm like immediately out of them. Like I, I, there, these should be like them and the indigenous people should be like, they should have everything you possibly, but that's me on the veterans. Any, any that you guys are pro, uh, very strong for? Um, I'm pro climate change. So, and, <laughs> I'm glad that so many parties are taking like it into their platforms. Yeah. So that's definitely something I'm I'm I read the platform. Karth? Um uh, I agree with the climate change one, but I if I were to choose another one, I would also say I know I think affordability would be a good one you know i think everyone should have access to everything if possible yeah so that's about it for me yeah and and that's a big one that's been a big one too in this election like it's key yeah so we'll sign off see you guys next time peace